But let's get into this Jalen Green thing. Because you wrote on SportsRadio610.com. I referenced this earlier, and I'm going to encourage the audience to go check it out on SportsRadio610.com. Adam wrote on the three biggest questions facing the Rockets in the season's second half. And obviously, they're going to reach the second half by Saturday uh, or by the weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So Sunday will be the first game of the second half of the season, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. I think that's how, how that works. Yes. So, so you wrote on this the three biggest questions. One of them, and I think chief among them because of the draft status and really just the conversation is what is Jalen Green? And, and they're going to be trying to figure that. They've been trying to figure that out. <laughs> We've talked about it to death, man. It's been a disappointing year. Been a disappointing year three. Um, he, he is at times indecisive. I mean, Yudoka has talked about him not necessarily uh, reading things properly or trusting what he sees. Um, I, I know there's an issue of like, you know, his his shot selection isn't great. His actual shot isn't great, but he's got this otherworldly ability that you still see even in his struggles. You're like, well, there's only a few guys who can move like that and who have the these type of physical traits or like this is an elite physical ability, physical trait, but it doesn't like translate into like elite basketball play. It's like average at best. And then sometimes, as we've talked about, and maybe the worst, this is when it's at its worst, is when you don't notice him out there. It's when he's just playing and he's just a guy out there. And, and at no point should he just be a guy. Where are we on this question going into the second half of the season of what is Jalen Green? I mean, I don't think for these last 42 games, anybody has more on the line than Jalen Green just because of being extension eligible after the season and you've seen what guys in that previous draft class got i mean we're talking 200 million 250 million like that stuff is out there for him if he is if he shows that he can be that type of guy he hasn't been so far this season and, and we talk about the rockets poor three-point shooting you look at just the starting five uh and, and that's who Alperin chingun is playing with most of the time Fred Van Vliet, 39.4% from three. That's after a downturn over the last week. He was over 40% last week. Jabari Smith Jr., 37.6%. Dylan Brooks, 40%. Obviously, he's missed a bunch of time lately. But then you have Jalen Green at 33.1%. And the, over the last 24 games, it's at 318 Like, just the last we, – I think we, we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but Jalen Green's first 16 games are pretty good. Like, it wasn't the most efficient scoring that I had ever seen, but it was pretty good. And the last 24 have been really a struggle. And he's not shooting the ball well, 38% from the field. Uh, his free throw shooting has gone down. or not Like he's not getting to the line nearly as much as he did. And you saw this. You look at just like the game log. There are games where he doesn't shoot the ball well, but it still looks okay because he's able to get to the free throw line. He's just not doing that consistently enough. They tried it early in the year where he would be with the bench unit and that didn't work. And so now lately it's been Jabari, it's been Jabari Smith Jr. Although um, with Dylan Brooks, I think that'll probably change a little bit. So it's just, they need him. This has been a bad offense. This has been a bottom 10 offense for most of the season, really the entire season. How do you fix that? You have your, you have your, the guy who's supposed to probably be your best scorer. He's got, he, if he's more efficient then all of a sudden you can easily get into the top half. Like it's that simple for them. If Jalen green, goes from you know shooting 40 percent to to 43 percent and you know from 33 percent from three to 35 percent from three. like these are incremental uh these are incremental improvements then you i think you could probably easily get into the top half 
in, in terms of offensive efficiency. But that's what they've got to figure out over these last 40 games or 42 games. Is he somebody that we are really going to commit to moving forward? Now, they don't have to do anything. Like, they can just say, just play it out. Play out the rookie deal, and we'll see what happens when you're a restricted free agent after next season. But I don't know if you want a guy that's that's asking a lot of a guy to, to go into a contract year, especially a young guy like that, where that might be all he's thinking about. So it's it's a it's a difficult situation that he's in, that they're in, but he's he's just gotta play better. Like it's really that simple. And there are times when I'm telling you, there are times when he just flashes. And that the second quarter that he had in Detroit, where they're down 12 and all of a sudden he scores 16 points in the blink of an eye and they get they get to they're tied at halftime all of a sudden. Like that shows you what he can be. And then he had a pretty decent third quarter. He scores eight in the third quarter, and then the fourth quarter, he just fell off a cliff again. So you're like, you just need some consistency, not just game to game, but just quarter to quarter, half to half. And I think if you can get that from him, um, he could be really good. Like they try early in games to get him going. And like, it, it always does seem to be a focus early in the game. Hey, let's make sure let's get Jalen the ball. Let's get him some shots and you hope that they fall. But it's just, it's just been one of those really strange things where it just hasn't been as good as you expected it to be. And it seemingly is not getting better as the season goes along. Again, there are. I talked to Fred Van Vliet about this, and Fred told me just how proud he is of of uh, of Jalen and how he's played this season. But you know, there are certainly things that he is better at. But I don't think that you have seen the improvement that I think that you were hoping to see at this point. Yeah, man, you you pointed out a couple of things in your piece that that I want to point out here for the audience uh, in terms of his numbers. Through 40 games, he's shooting 40 cent, 40% from the field, 40.1%. That's down from 41.6% last season. His three-point shooting pretty much right around the same, but down a little bit from last season, but, but basically right around 33 34% from three. The free throws, though, because we talked about this last year about his – you know, one of the things that he was improving at, one of the things that was really good at it last year, man, it was encouraging about his game because here's where I'm at with it, Adam. I've come to him based off of these numbers that we just, that you wrote about and that I just spelled out for the audience. I have accepted that Jalen green, at least right now, you know, it's going to take a while to develop if it's ever going to happen. But right now, Jalen green is not a, a great three point shooter. He's not a great shooter period. Like just pure shooting. Now, shot making is something that you think he could figure out because of his ability, his physical ability, but just knockdown shooting. I'm not expecting his three-point numbers to be above what they are necessarily. I'd like for him to be, but I'm not expecting it. I've kind of accepted that this is basically what he is. Well, if you're going to take six and a half a game, you got to be better than 33%. I, I, I understand that. I understand yeah. he absolutely need, he needs to be better, but, but Adam – it's year three. That jumper, it, it looks a lot like, still like it did when he was a rookie. And it's just not a great shot for him. I mean, maybe, so maybe the answer there is to take fewer. But I don't I don't love that either because it's the modern NBA. And if you're a high-volume scorer, you need to be able to at least, like, shoot threes at a respectable clip. I, I get that. But I go back to this free throw thing. You know, like, I, I keep going back to that to go down. And I don't know if I said this number yet. But this is the one you wrote. And, and folks can go look this up. It's down from 6.1 free throw attempts per game last season through 40 games or through 40 games this season. It's down to 4.6 attempts. So from 6.1 free throw attempts last season, now down to 4.6 attempts. Now, we've got explanations and reason for that. Personnel has changed. 
coaching has changed, philosophy a little bit has changed. But as you mentioned, they are making a conscious, concerted effort to get him involved early in these games. And really, for the type of ability he has, he should be somebody who's getting involved late in games when they need a closer, when they need some, when they need a rally, you know, when they need buckets. He's at the very least supposed to be the guy who goes out there and gets you a bucket. That's why it was so discouraging when when we saw him getting benched in the fourth quarter, you know, or, or not playing down late down the stretch in certain games. Like it's like, man, well, this you're an offensively challenged team. And it is in part because you're be- who the guy who's supposed to be your best offensive player just simply is not, and, and in some cases is not really reliable. So, like this is, you said something to the effect earlier of nobody's got more on the line in the second half of the season than Jalen Green. I agree. I would I would take it from this perspective from like, and I, I think fans, I think most fans would agree with me on this. He is the most. Like the in terms of the emotional investment in in a player and in the team, he is the guy that is most frustrating and infuriating because you feel like if it does click, we're talking about this from a contract standpoint, right? Like, is he is he going to get the max contract? Is he not? Are they just going to wait and play it out? But what does that all really mean for the team and for the experience of watching the team? It means, hey, you've got a guy that you can rely on in the fourth quarter, that you can rely on night in and night out to get you 25 or whatever it is that he's supposed to be out there scoring. And, man, the idea that you'd go from, you know, number two pick, and he was bold that night when he was drafted, you know, talking about the things that he wanted to accomplish, max contract, he even mentioned that on draft night, which I didn't think was a great idea. But he even mentioned that. And to go from that to, hey, by the time he gets to year four, it's like what you said. Oh, just play out the contract and see how it goes and see how he's playing. Like that is that is incredibly disappointing, um, not only for him, but for, again, the experience of watching the team. Like you just you you expect a lot more from a guy, not just that's drafted that high, but but shows the flashes that you and I are talking about. No, like you thought because because it's not like it's not there at all. It's not like it's just like a complete yeah. whiff, and it's not there at all, right? You see some flashes. You thought by the halfway point of year three that you'd know what he is at this point, and it felt like you did after the first two seasons. Like you know, rookie season was rough as rookie seasons are, but he was really good by the end of it. Uh, last year, again, some inconsistencies, but there were again there were those flashes where he could score forty in a night. And this year, it's just it just hasn't clicked for him. Um, again, there are, there are those moments, but he isn't doing the things that I think that you like. He, he's become a better playmaker. He's become a better defender. Like that's good. Like that that's that's good. And you need that sort of stuff to to improve. That's just kind of normal type of development. But they drafted him to be a scorer. They drafted him to score twenty five a game. Basically, that's the type of guy that they thought they were getting, and it's just not there. And what is he at 17 a game right now? And yeah, that's I just, just yeah. that, that's not, I don't think that's what they thought they were getting at with the second pick in the draft. Now, again, he's still, he's, he, he's still, he's only 21. Like he'll be 22 in what a month or two. So like, there's still a lot of time for him to figure this out and to be the type of player that they thought he was going to be. 
but he's, I don't know, something's got to click. I don't know what it is. You know, you, you thought that if anybody, that a new staff could maybe get it out of him and get some consistency out of him. I mean, it's been weird just because he hasn't been, I, I, I'm sure it's been an adjustment for him because under the previous regime, he was the guy. He was the guy who had the ball a lot. He was the guy who the offense was kind of centered around. And now all of a sudden this year, it's centered around Chingun and it's centered around, you know, it's Van Vliet who, who's touching the ball more. Like his touches have gone way down this season. And I think that he's got to try and maneuver that. Uh, and it, it hasn't been easy. Like it, this is a tough league. Like this league is really, really difficult. And some guys progress faster than others. So I, I don't know exactly what he is at this point. I don't know what he could be, but I do think that for them moving forward, like they've got to, that's, I think that's probably the biggest thing that they've got to figure out is what do they have in him? And it's, it's tough. It's a, it's a really tough aspect of, of just what this season has been, because I, I really think that they thought that he would take that leap this year. And so far it just hasn't happened on a consistent basis.